Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello and welcome to the Presence Podcast. This is episode number 79. It's Rick here with you this evening, and like the last two episodes, I'm doing this one extemporaneously. Yes, one of these days I'm hoping that my evenings will not be so packed that I run out of time to be able to sit down and write out these podcasts. I really do enjoy writing them, um, the physical movement of my hand on the paper. Yes, I do it old school with different colored ink and an old spiral notebook. There's something about that that focuses me and, and helps me to um, really delve into, I think, the day that I had. And this day, like every day for, since the beginning of the year, I have kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to see where, when, and how I experience the presence of God. And I think tonight, uh, as I reflect on this, I, I think about the where. And the where is the place that I'm sitting right now, which is in my basement, in my chair, with my candle lit. The place that uh, roughly, uh, let's see, 12, about 17 hours ago, I sat and meditated. And here I am at the end of the day sitting and reflecting. And I think if I had to consider where and when and how I felt God's presence the most today, I think I would have to say it was about particles, waves, and laundry, which I think will be the episode's title. Well, what do I mean? Well, I sat here this morning in my meditation, and lately I've been using more music-oriented meditations. I still use the Insight Timer app, which I highly recommend. I've said that before. And I've been moving away from the guided meditations with a lot of talking by a teacher, more into the music, music oftentimes with sound effects, uh, but also music that is more exotic than uh, the music that I might listen to otherwise. Well, today I chose in a Muslim or Islamic call to prayer. And it was really amazing. And, and for me, what was amazing about it was the power of the human voice. This, um, I don't know if it was a holy person or an imam, an official title, or something more along the lines of a cantor like we find in the Jewish or Christian traditions. But he had an amazing voice and the range that he had and the way he was able to sustain the sound, the sound of holy words chanted in Arabic, uh, words that when the faithful hear, they gather, they, they stop everything that they're doing five times a day and they gather in prayer using similar words, perhaps not as beautifully chanted or sung, but nevertheless similar words. And I, as I thought about it later in the day, I really was considering the fact that they are waves, sound waves, and those waves are vibrations. And isn't everything a vibration? Isn't energy a vibration? Isn't sound, the sound that I'm making, the sound that is being translated from my voice to the ones and zeros of the digital code that will then come through that, uh, through the device devices that we have, and into your ears and the vibrations that your brain will sort out and decode. It's all waves, but aren't those waves also particles? What makes up the waves? The, the waves in the ocean are, are particles of water, right? H2O molecules. So which is it, a particle or a wave? 
Now, you may wonder why I'm pondering that this evening, and, and it had to do with the last thing that I did this evening before I came down here to reflect, and it was folding laundry. <laughs> yes, folding laundry. Um, one of the times, the only times that I sit and watch um, something on the television is when I'm folding laundry, because I need to do something, right? Folding laundry is so mundane and so rote, if you will, that I have to occupy the other 98% of my attention. Well, usually I sit and watch uh, something like Netflix, a series, something comedy, something light. Well, tonight I finally decided it was time to watch a DVD that had been sitting by my desk for a very, very long time. Now, I really should have watched this DVD sooner because it was a gift. And if someone gives you a gift, you it's a good idea to use it, to explore it, to see what it is, right? Well, in this case, um, it sat. I think because it just seemed too unusual because it's a DVD about quantum physics and a funny title, What the Bleep Down the Rabbit Hole, something like that. I thought it was a, a fictional kind of a story movie, but it's really a documentary. And I was watching it and it covered some of the same ground that I've read elsewhere about quantum physics. And what I find fascinating is more and more theologians some of the, my favorites, like Father Richard Rohr and, and others, are really tapping into the mysteries of both the cosmological reality of, of the bigness, you know, big history, like I've talked about here before, but also the, the subatomic, the quantum world, and the, the strangeness of the way mechanics functions there, and the difference in the way mechanics functions you know, matter should move the same everywhere, whether it's in stars and light years or whether it's in quarks and muons at the very lowest level of the subatomic. But they're finding there's two different uh, ways of, of acting. And what these scientists in this, this documentary were saying that I find absolutely mind-blowing is that it's all connected, that everything is connected. And... Isn't this what theologians have always said? Isn't this what Pope Francis and Laudato Si is saying? Isn't this what the Genesis creation story, that everything comes from everything, and where that comes from is the word of God, the mind of God, and um, the Christ, which we have in our creeds and, and which I've been reflecting on and praying with and, and sharing here in this podcast from time to time, is all about that connection quantum, cosmological, it, it all relates. It's all part of the same whole. And I find that thrilling and completely exciting. So whether it was in the basement this morning, hearing the particles and the waves of the human voice and the call to prayer, or watching it on the television um, as I folded laundry, or even looking at the candle flames, it's a three-wick candle, and seeing the energy, the light, and con considering the light of the world, which is Christ, and how it all connects. My goodness, what big thoughts for the end of the day. So how do you see the connections between what is traditionally known as science and what we understand as faith? Can you see how it all connects? And if so, how do you experience the presence of God within the midst of those connections? Again, thank you for listening. Blessings and peace.